This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro. Hey, and I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. What a what a fantastic time to be together. I know. I know. It's and been a fantastic morning. The um the last interview is awesome, man. That that uh, Angela Zog. Thank you for being on board, Angela, and for your witness. Father Paul Rutten started off our program talking about some of the rich, rich, rich experiences of um just the I don't know the the depth and the and the um. The beauty of the church, uh, its leadership, it isn't always beautiful, and it's not always rich. Right. So sometimes it can be very, very poor, but in, in a saint like John Paul II, so inspiring to me. Again, I would not be here, would not be a deacon, I don't know where I'd be, without, without somebody like John Paul in my mm-hmm. life. And so, golly, it's neat. Yeah. It's neat stuff. If you've missed any of our previous uh, speakers or people that we've talked with, Father Paul Rutten, Ellie Heckel from the Union Gospel Mission, mm-hmm. Angela Zog just now talking about the communion of saints and how she's got her own little saints up in heaven. And uh, just great, great conversations and great in advice. I'm going to tell you, I was moved to tears listening to Angela because she oh. was describing something that I, you know, my little guy is, I don't know, my wife always reminds me, but I think he'd be about 12 or 13 and and we we had him buried next to his, her grandparents. Oh, really? We don't have a headstone for that or marker though. And you know, just by listening to her, I, I, I certainly felt the Holy Spirit, or maybe it was little Saint Bartholomew saying, "Hey, you know what? It's time. It's That's time." Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, my sister in Yankton at the cemetery there, they have a special section just for babies. Yeah. And it was really beautiful because um, her first miscarriage was a little further along and so they actually had a little tiny casket for him and it was just absolutely beautiful and then there were other families there and it was this huge prayer service with all these families who had lost all these babies and they even had babies that didn't have parents there Mm. that they were all putting into this beautiful section in the cemetery for young babies it was just beautiful in yankton in yankton cool Good job, Yankton. Way to go, Well Yankton. done. <laughs> so, Deacon, this is our time to talk about all things Abbey of the Hills. Lots well, is going on. Yeah, there is lots. And, and there were some things that just finished that were really, really meaningful. Um, I may might start with, uh, we do our annual, it's kind, of, it's kind of based on a model that you guys use called uh, Your Banquet. And we do a, an Abbey Banquet and... I think this is our third year. We just had it last Wednesday a week ago. And um, the first year we had Matt Burke as our keynote speaker, wonderful Catholic man. He used to be this big-time football player, and now he just happens to be running for lieutenant governor of the state of Minnesota, which is just amazing. Uh, But man, oh man, folks, if if, uh, if you're uh, from Minnesota and and you're wondering about his Catholic authenticity, He's he's the guy. But um, um, then last year we had Pam Tebow on, the mother of of, of um, Tim Tebow, kind of talking about a pro life message there that was really beautiful. We were pondering who would be the the, the keynote speaker this year, and and um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, the Abbey of the Hills is a former Benedictine monastery. The Benedictine monks came out to Dakota Territory before it was 
was yeah. um, South or North Dakota. There were not even states, and uh, were led by Bishop Martin Marty, just a, a very first Catholic bishop in our in our diocese. And um, he brought all these black robe monks and uh, <laughs> ministered to a couple of Native American groups in South Dakota and then as well up in North Dakota along the Canadian border. They began building the abbey in the 1950s and then because of a lack of vocations had to close the abbey down and that was 10 years ago. No the, the, way. The decision was made to close and I thought why don't we bring back some of these former monks of Blue Cloud Abbey and I asked Father Tom Hillebrandt Father Tom Hillebrandt, OSB, to be our keynote speaker at the Abbey Banquet. And he said right away, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do that. And, uh, you know, a lot of these guys haven't been able to get a, up to the Abbey because of getting older and what have you, and because of COVID. So he came up, he was joined by another, and, and he's from us, um, he's from the Benedictine um, Retreat Center down in um, Schuyler, Nebraska, which is about, a, maybe about, maybe about two hours south of Yankton, if you know where that's at. So, and then he was joined by a, by a couple other former monks, Father Bennett um, Tweeden, who's from Assumption Abbey up in Richardson, North Dakota. Okay. He couldn't drive down here, so this wonderful fellow uh, brother of his, brother Jacob uh, Dice, was so... We ran into him at the uh, Eucharistic uh, conference that was in Fargo several weeks back and started sharing our story and he said i'll ask bennett if he wants to come to that and then also another monk that's from um schuyler with father tom came up father sebastian who was the tailor at the time he actually made my episode. so they were our keynote speakers and we just did this q a we did this q a where some of the staff put together some questions but we also opened it up to the people that were there attending the banquet what questions would you like to ask these guys and so god they're so funny there's so there's so much humor when you live in in community. Yeah. And you know, but pragmatic things. What's the difference between a monk, a brother and a priest? Um what, what's the difference between a monk and a brother? What's the you know, these kinds of things and yeah. what was your hardest day that you ever had? What was your easiest funniest moment? You know, these things that, that came up and and then and then we said, what was it like when the abbey closed? Ugh. And, and I mean, they, they revealed, they, they, you don't have to do that, but it was just, it's such a lovely, Because it relaxed, was their home. How long do you think they had been here? 50, 50 years. It was their family. It wasn't just their home. You can move from a home, you can move from a place, but the dissolutionment of the whole family and uh, the mission. So they had to go to a new family, a new home, yeah. you know, and, and, um, you know, there's a sense of failure. There's a sense of what what happened here, and and yet then they've been ten years out of it now, and they've been able to say, no, God use are use is using us in a different ministry now, sure. and um, they've made enriched, wonderful relationships in the communities that they're in now, and and uh, and then that the whole kind of the whole kind of evening came together with. The, one of the final questions that I was going to ask them, but they even beat me to it and saying, and what a flowering ministry that the Abbey of the Hills has become in that Benedictine spirit, right? I, I, I don't wear a black robe. I'm not a uh, you know, professed Benedictine, but mm -hmm. in that spirit of St. Benedict, that, that what goes on here is something that makes them, I don't know if the word is proud or what, but it, 
it just fills my heart to hear to, to have heard them. And people were coming up to them at the conclusion of the event. We're in tears. They were in tears. Tears of gratitude, tears of joy. Um, it was the whole evening was just so, so interesting, relaxed, and very, very peaceful. So it was just a wonderful Beautiful. event to be a part of. So what did they think of the Abbey if they haven't been back for so long? Well, what did they think of what you've done to you it? Know, I, I, you know, we make things here and there, a new roof this year, and redoing the parking lot, redoing some of the rooms, putting LED lights. We see those things from year to year. And yeah, it, it, you know, for a couple of weeks it's different. But mm -hmm. when they come back after four years, or Bennett hadn't been here for many years... He's just like, wow. <laughs> and, and you quickly say, this is the, the seed of your ministry. Yeah. This is yeah. what you started. Yeah. It's continuing. It's not dead. Yeah. It, it hasn't died. And in fact, look at these people. And that's what I said. You know, look around. Look at them, brothers. And then people look at yourselves. You're the Abbey. Yeah. You're still the Abbey. The Abbey is the Spirit of God working through us to, to do those first big commands, to praise God, give him our heart and soul, and to love our neighbor as ourselves, like so many of our guests right. are, are echoing and doing. It's just a beautiful thing to be a part of. And um, It's also neat because the, 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 the Abbey uh, banquet brings in new people, too, people that have never been to the Abbey before. Oh. And, and so to just to, to get to know them a little bit and their wonder and... So was it a successful evening? It was. Good. It was, it was. And uh, the food was plentiful. <laughs> our, guy, uh, our guy, Eugene, our, our cook, outdid himself. <clears throat> the whole team just really pulled together. So it's a beautiful, beautiful event. Beautiful. Wonderful. So I also got an email. So for those that aren't signed up um, for the emails from the Abbey, you need to sign up for the email so you can stay up to date on what's going on. And then, Deacon, you do awesome videos, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, tongue, tongue in cheek. There. I love them. The, I love the videos it. are fun. And, and believe me, I just say, I just go where they show me to go. There's some <laughs> very clever people that are saying, you know what you should do? And, and You're the face of the there. Abbey. Yeah, so we've got to do something about that because. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, no, they're they're fun, and um, there's hopefully there's this sense of joy that come that emanates from them. Because really, if we can't be joyful, if we can't yeah. be joyful about our faith, stick a fork in us, right? Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. We want to attract people to the faith. We want to attract people to Christ. I just I cannot believe that 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 you know if you were if you were some of those people that were gathering in 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 um, in in Christ's presence that you just weren't. Yeah, you have to be. Just enthralled by, by who he was and his joy. Yeah. Well, Deacon, we only have a minute till our break. And then when we come back, I'd like to go over some events that are coming up here at the Abbey. There's a lot going on. And um, like I said, I want to encourage you to join their email list to, so that you can get these events going on at the Abbey. And also, I always want to point out that the Abbey is very centrally located for our listening network. So... You're about equidistance from Fargo as Sioux Falls. As we are. And only an hour from Aberdeen and very close to Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, if you want to Google it, the Abbey is very centralized to a big portion of our listening area. So just because we're in South Dakota, we're on the corner of North Dakota and Minnesota. So take a look. I'm going to take a break. All right. 
All right. More Real Presence Live, folks, right after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo Di Filippis of St. Luke Productions. Belief in the Personal God. This saying, I believe, is a conscious act of the self, an act in which the will and the understanding, the teaching and the guidance I have been given are all cooperatively involved. This act comprehends the trusting or, if you like, reaching out, transcending our own limits, turning toward God. And this act is not just a matter of relating to some higher power or other, but to the God who knows me and who speaks to me. In that sense, he is someone who can speak and who can listen. That, I think, is what is essential about God. Nature can be marvelous. The starry heaven is stupendous. But my reaction to that remains no more than an impersonal wonder because that, in the end, means that I am myself no more than a tiny part of an enormous machine. The real God, however, is more than that. He is not just nature, but the one who came before it and who sustains it. And the whole of God, so faith tells us, is the act of relating. That is what we mean when we say that he is a trinity, that he is threefold. Because he is in himself a complex of relationships, he can also make other beings who are grounded in relationships and who may relate to him because he has related them to himself. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Carroll. We are turning the, 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 the bend towards the, towards the finish line, and it's coming also too quickly, so it's been a great, great, great time. I'm Deacon Paul Trinan. Um, we're just bantering around a little bit about the Abbey as we, we put the bow on, on our, our last segment. Yeah, and, uh, I always like to promote the Abbey because I'm just, I love the Abbey. Well, so I appreciate that a lot, Heather, because, golly, I think there's so many people that don't know about it and they're like whoa whoa you know is it open to anybody is it open to is it all catholic and and uh there's it's a non-profit retreat center the mission of the abbey is to foster the fostering of the rediscovery of peace i think that we need the god's peace not the 1960s peace but we need god's peace so many are yearning for that peace mm-hmm. that peace uh, that passes all, and so we've got these events, and, I, and you know, I listed them down, kind of going into the home stretch of the of the year of 2022, and we're going to be having a, um, a an ecumenical women's weekend of silence that's coming up this weekend, uh, a silent retreat for women. It's um, not Catholic based. It's a, it's a hosted event, but I know that it's open to other women of other faith. 
and I think there's a cap on it, and I don't think there's too many more women that are able that are that are able to, to welcome in. But I think there's room for another six or so. Then we're followed. I don't know the dates. I don't have them. In front I have of me. them in the, front of me. The, the Abbey Couples Retreat. Yep, is, that's November eleventh through the thirteenth. I mean, we're super excited about that one. Yeah. That is a that is an Abbey sponsored, and all sponsored retreats are are going to be strongly Catholic with adoration, with reconciliation, with maths, with mass, uh, maybe multiple masses offered, and um, and the couple that's leading this event are this wonderful, wonderful Catholic couple, Teresa um, and Seth Meary, who are actually out of Minneota. Shout out to Minneota. Minneota. Um, Minnesota, which is down by Marshall. And they are so called. I mean, they're just like, I asked, would you consider um, leading? And they go, wow, God's been kind of bringing this up to us already. Really? Yeah, so it's it's really been a neat neat experience, and I know there's a couple. I think there's like twelve couples that are signed up. It's it's geared toward couples that are just wanting to increase their their love of Christ, their love of each other, and um, you know, along that lines. And there's a women's fall retreat we were talking off air about that. Yeah, the leaders or somebody. Pestering them about them. Like, yeah, what is it? What is it? <laughs> leaders. Uh, another woman named Lisa Hennen, who's from that Minnesota area. Kayla, Kayla Heller who um, many of you would know is, is out of the Aberdeen, South Dakota area, as well as Sarah Vetch out of Aberdeen, South Dakota. She's, um, she's wonderful. And there's a lot of um, 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 healing ministry that occurs on that w- retreat huh. that's just beautiful. Again, yeah. all, the, all the, um, the sacraments you'd want to have, a lot of um, um, praying uh, for healing, a lot of um, adoration there as well. Yeah, and that one is November 18th through the 20th. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. Those girls. Light of there. Life Women's Retreat. 18th through the 20th. Then we welcome, we've got um, the Ecclesia Domestica, which is a, a group out of Su- out of the St. Cloud area, men's retreat, that this will be their second time to the Abbey. Really, 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 really um, foundationally catholic group mm-hmm. um again emphasizing a lot of healing ministry within their um within their retreat so that will be terrific we will be welcoming uh, a foundational group back to the abbey the men's 12-step retreat will be in december that's all on again our website folks mm-hmm. and then you know some some reunions around the christmas time we usually kind of calm down around yeah. the, around the holidays people aren't going on retreats too much towards the mid to latter part of well, the and you, you you just hinted at something and you barely touched on it, but expound on that a little bit more because there there are opportunities in my family we're more from West River, so we went to Terra Sancta yeah. and we had a family reunion at Terra Sancta. Yeah. And so that can happen here. Oh, it's just such a fabulous place to have I mean it's perfect. It it is. And 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 people walk away when they've been on retreat here, whether it's a, excuse me, a family reunion here. They walk away with this, and they're 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 just their sense is just wow, wow. It's wonderful. It's wow. And then they they're they're quick to want to sign up for either you know where they do that every other year or every year. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get my family in around Christmas, but I can't seem to budge some of the people that have already gotten. <laughs> 
their traditions going there. Yeah, but it, it, it was just so wonderful to have all the family together in one spot, staying in the same spot. We could share breakfast, lunch, and dinner together. I mean, it was just like a really huge home. Yeah. You know what I mean? None of us have a home big enough for family reunion. Exactly. <laughs> At least not my family. But, you know, and so to have a place where we could all just be together for a weekend and even maybe be a part for a little bit of that too because sometimes being around too many grandkids can be (laughs) a challenge for too long of a time and you know but we're we're not inundated with super strong wi-fi although there are spots that do have good wi-fi so that limits i think the the tendency to to be drawn away from each other or yeah you know you've noticed when you go into the rooms of the abbey there's not tvs there's not big flat screens there because that's not, no, but that's still not, very comfortable. Everybody has their own bathroom, shower. Yeah, for sure. A lot of the rooms now have their own air conditioning. Yep, yep. <laughs> as of this summer. So it's really, really wonderful for that. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're just blessed. Um, I don't know. I, it's, I feel, the, the, again, from a leadership standpoint, at, at the beginning, we're coming up on nine years, nine years in the beginning of ni- December. At first, it was like, oh, gosh, I'm the director of the Abbey, and everything runs through me, and it's all on my shoulders, blah, blah, blah. We've grown now. We've got a staff of approximately seven. We've got so many wonderful volunteers. Not just, hey, I'll come and, I don't know, I'll come and, you know, make Abbey bread. Not that. Well, those are those are important <laughs> volunteers. We love Abbey bread and Abbey um, wine, and we love Abbey honey. And we, but we also have this network of committees that have been formed and are basically chaired by volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so these committees feed are the baseline of these ideas and these opportunities that come our way that aren't so central on the d- director. Yeah. And that's given me new life. Good. And then as well as our board, our board to be able to um, to bring in some of these things, saying, oh, here comes Paul, here comes Deacon Paul. No, <laughs> here comes this, this committee group that's suggesting yeah. this. So. Well, give out the website before we have to go to... Yeah, www.abbeythehills.org. Abbeythehills.org. You recognize the org portion of it. It's because it's a non-profit, and we're very blessed to be that nonprofit and 398-9200-605-398-9200 will get you to um, our southern speaking um, Louisiana, Louisiana girl, Cindy, who, who's our our face of the Abbey. And she just walked in right now. She heard so us talking about we want We welcome folks to the Abbey of the Hills and um, spread the word. It's a, it's a beautiful place of peace and um it's God's gift to this area. Amen. 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 All right. Well, let's see. We're on Wednesday. I'm totally lost since yesterday was All Saints Day. We had the day off, so I'm lost. So, Rachel, what do we have going on tomorrow? On the next Door Presence Live, Thursday, from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, Monsignor Schumacher is your host, coming to you live from Corpus Christi Church in Bismarck. He will be talking with Don Lucas about the making of 26,000 rosaries, who they're Ooh. for and the reason behind them. And Beverly Everett will be giving an update on what the Mandan Bismarck Symphony Orchestra is working on next. Huh. All this and much more is coming on the next for Presence Live Thursday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you. Great. Right. Thanks, Rachel. Wonderful. So, 
Well, we have we have like three minutes. Okay. So you have to talk for three minutes. Go. Three more minutes. Well, go. No. So today, today, <laughs> today is the feast, the feast of All Souls Day, right? All Souls. Yes. And um, you know, it's just such an interesting pivot to go from All Saints Day, and like you said, some souls are saints. Many souls are saints, and um, many are part of this church that I tried to bring out in my my homily last night. This church militant that we're a part of we're fighting our way through and we're helping each other the church victorious that's the saints that are praying for our our benefit like little bartholomew and then this these saints that are in purification that are in purgatory we interviewed a guy um on real presence several months ago called um a hiker's guide through purgatory and so we want to intercede for all of those loved ones and sometimes i'll say even the ones we're called to love that are most difficult to love that have passed away. And we know who they are, those rascals. <laughs> I'll be one of them someday. They're going to need some purification. They're going to need some of our prayers. And, and when we, I believe, I believe when our day comes, we'll be interceding for us as mm. well. It's a beautiful thing, God this willing. church. This church, right? Well, and just a reminder, don't forget to pray for the deceased. Yeah. It's very, very important. And I think the younger generations are forgetting that. And so this is your this is your reminder. Yeah. It's a privilege. It's a so, privilege. It's a privilege. They're part of the church. They're who we are. They're they're who we um the bride of Christ. So yeah. Well, Deacon, on that note, will you close us with a prayer? Yeah, let's close with prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, thank you, praise you. We're just grateful for, again, this opportunity to witness your love and to reach out and love our neighbors um, as we would ourselves. And as we're heading into the holidays, just keep that reminder that your, may your holy will be done in all that we do, both on the air here and in our families and in our walks. And we ask this through the intercession of our Blessed Mother in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.